in three, in two, and one. Hi, everybody. Tim Anderson here. Thank you for sitting down with me today for this story from behind the mic. I appreciate it. So what's the story from behind the mic today? Well, this one is on USPAP and hot sauce. And yeah, they got some stuff in common. Now you say, what is it they have in common? Well, basically, what I'm going to do is tell you what they got in common. But you have to put up with a personal story for a minute. A number of years ago, my son-in-law came over for dinner. My son-in-law and my daughter uh, came over for dinner. And my wife had just purchased me some new hot sauce by the name of Toxic Waste. And oh yes, it was hot. It was also very good, but it was very hot. Well, my son-in-law asked for a taste. Typically what you do to taste hot sauce, with which you're not familiar, is you put some on a toothpick and then taste that. If it's really hot, your tongue won't be fried into a hockey puck. Well, my son-in-law decided not to do things that way. So he poured himself a big tablespoon of it, put it in his mouth, and swallowed. He didn't die, but he did spend the rest of the evening looking a tad peaked. And he said, uh, after he had finally recovered, yeah, that's hot. Well, the only reason he knew it was hot is because he was able to compare it with other hot sauces he'd tried. Actually, that's where we're going, so hang on. Now, let's talk about USPAP and state boards and stuff like that. What does the state look for in a report, and why does the state look for that information? Basically, the board is going to be looking for two things. It's going to look to see if you followed standard one in appraising the property, and it's going to look to see if you followed standard two in reporting that appraisal. Now, those are the two attributes that must be in every appraisal, every appraisal report, and the support for it must be in the work file. Your value conclusion alone is irrelevant since, frankly, it's nothing more than your opinion. What counts is not your opinion alone, but the quality of the derivation of your opinion and the clarity and persuasiveness with which you report the findings of your appraisal. That's what the board looks for. Now, how does this tie into USPAP and hot sauce? Well, we're getting there now. Let's get back to the podcast. An opinion, especially an opinion of value in an appraisal, improperly formed is simply not credible. This is of no value whatsoever to the client, and indeed, it may even qualify as misleading. Why would it qualify as misleading? Because it didn't lead the client anywhere. An opinion that has no credibility, especially in real estate appraisal, is the same as a guess. You know as well as I do, clients do not pay for guesses. As a result of this, a credible opinion stems from evidence, reasoning, logic, and the analyses of the market data all clearly communicated in the report to the intended user. Therefore, the state wants to see in the work file the analyses of your data, not your data. It wants to see, in addition to that, the analyses of your data. The state wants to see the logic you applied to reason out your conclusions. It doesn't want statements such as, the comparables in the report are the best available. Of course they are, otherwise you would have not put them in the report. 
What the state wants to see is how and why you concluded those comparables were indeed the best available. Let's take, for example, a time adjustment. The state wants to see the sources you consulted. It wants to see the results you drew from that consultation and analysis. And then it wants to see why you chose the conclusion that you included in the report relative to changes in value over time. In other words, the state wants to see the comparisons you made. Oh, now we're tying this into hot sauce. The comparisons you made. The state wants to see them. The state wants to see them side by side. And the state wants to know why you made them, how you made them, and what supports your conclusion. Where in the work file are the data supporting the time adjustment or maybe time adjustments? Another example is highest and best use. Many times it's common to see in a report a sentence such that the highest and best use is the current use or the highest and best use is the current improvements. Now, there's nothing wrong with this in and of itself, but this is a mere statement. What are the facts, logic, reasoning, and analyses behind it? What have you compared side by side to determine that the current improvements are indeed the site's highest and best use as appraised? Merely to say the highest and best use is the present improvements is potentially misleading since it leads the reader nowhere and it doesn't tell the reader how and why you reach that conclusion. It's potentially misleading since that mere statement hides the analyses behind it, and quite frankly, there may not be any analyses behind it. Here's another example. In the addendum, does the narrative flow smoothly from point to point, or is the addendum, is the information in the addendum merely an agglomeration of facts that somebody has put together over time, put into a document, and that document gets put in every appraisal report that goes out the door? The report must lead the intended users logically and credibly to your value conclusion. Now, let me sum up. Your state board wants to see two attributes in your work file. That means they want to see how you formed your value opinion and why they formed your value opinion. Then they want to be able to read your report and understand it without having to ask you a lot of questions. Your board wants to see a lot of data analyzed credibly and your board wants to see those analyses, etc. non-misleadingly communicated to the client. The board demands no more than this, and we are ethically bound to provide no less. So here's the connection. My son-in-law, after having his mouth pretty much burned out, was able to make a side-by-side -side comparison by which he understood that this sauce was hot, others were less so. But he had to make that side-by-side -side comparison. We have to make that side-by-side -side comparison too. The state wants to see that side-by-side -side comparison in the work file because we maintain it in the work file because that's how we prove to the state board that indeed we complied with USPAP. Now, you know. And that's the story from behind the mic. Thanks for being with me today. I appreciate it. 
I'm Tim Anderson, the Appraiser's Advocate. I look forward to working with you. It will be an honor to know you. If you ever need any help with a report or you find yourself on the wrong side of that letter from your state appraisal board, please contact me, Tim at theappraisersadvocate.com. You can go to my website, theappraisersadvocate.com, or my YouTube site, The Appraisers Advocate. Again, it's been a pleasure to be with you. I look forward to meeting you. And we're clear. Oh, I'm sorry. Are your professional fees high enough?